Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, February 27th, and we have completed week eight of 2023. Have you noticed that we have some new podcasts on our Business Travel 360 channel? Business Travel 360 is happy to announce that we have started to showcase more content for you, our listeners. Our latest launch is a podcast called Ice Malarat by Carmen Smith, and it gets into the undercurrent of the human experience from all angles and through the lens of race, gender, and a myriad of different perspectives. We hope that you will enjoy it. Now, let's get to the headlines. JetBlue Airways CEO Robert Hayes is ready to take the U.S. Department of Justice to court if needed to secure the airline's proposed merger with Spirit Airlines. We're going to go to court, he said, when asked at the Economic Club at Washington, D.C. event what the New York-based airline would do if the DOJ opposed the $3.8 billion deal. The DOJ is yet to issue a public decision on the merger. However, multiple reports have indicated that it is preparing to oppose the deal on competition grounds. The regulator has essentially three options. One, let the merger proceed unopposed. Two, engage JetBlue and Spirit to reach a settlement. Or three, oppose the deal and sue to stop it. The combined JetBlue and Spirit would have a roughly 9% share of domestic flyers, and that would make it the fifth largest airline in the U.S. behind American, Delta, Southwest, and United, collectively known as the Big Four. The U.S. hotel industry reported lower performance from the month prior, according to January data from STR. January 2023 showed an occupancy level of 52.8%, down 3% from January 2019. ADR was at $142, up 13.8%, and RevPAR was at $75, up 10.4%. Markets with the lowest occupancy for the month included Chicago and Minneapolis. San Francisco reported the steepest decline in occupancy when compared to 2019. Reflecting continued improvement in business travel and groups, the top 25 markets showed higher occupancy and ADR than all other markets. The Council of the European Union and Japan have reached an aviation agreement designed to further strengthen cooperation and enable airlines to expand their services more easily. The agreement will give all EU-based airlines non-discriminatory access to routes between the EU and Japan. It would supersede existing provisions in 13 bilateral air service agreements between EU member states and Japan. The Council said that the move would promote open and fair competition and create a level playing field for EU airlines. At the present time, traditional designation clauses in member state bilateral service agreements infringe on EU law. They allow a third country to reject, withdraw, or suspend the permissions or authorizations of an airline that has been designated by member state but is not substantially owned by that state. Former American Airlines CEO Doug Parker, who led the company through the merger that brought together American and U.S. Airways to form the largest airline, is stepping down as the company's chairman at the end of April. Parker, 61, led the company from 2013 to March 2021 when he handed the reins to Robert Ism, the company's longtime president and business partner since they worked together at America West. In all, Parker spent more than two decades as CEO of major U.S. airlines, a chaotic role he held through three recessions and an era of consolidation. 
Stepping in as independent chairman is board member Gregory Smith, who joined the board in 2022 after a 30-year career with Boeing, finishing his tenure as executive vice president and CFO. Smith was a key player in Boeing's efforts to return the 737 Max to service after it was grounded worldwide following crashes in 2018 and 2019. <laughs> Now in news that impacts the travel industry, airports are taking steps to avoid gridlock during the upcoming summer season, with some limiting flights during peak hours to avoid long lines and luggage piles. The sudden rebound in air travel demand during last year's holiday season caused chaos at some airports that were short of staff to handle the flood of passengers. While smoother holiday travel is expected in Europe and North America, airlines and airports, which have learned tough lessons on holiday travel in 2022, are taking a more prudent approach as global traffic rebounds roughly to pre-pandemic levels. Canada's largest airport, for one, has set hard limits on the number of commercial flights that can arrive and depart at any given hour during the peak season. Amsterdam's airport, a key hub for Air France (KLM), said it would limit passenger numbers to 66,000 departing passengers per day. Germany's Lufthansa has cut summer flights by 34,000 flights due to shortages of personnel, like ground handlers at airports in Frankfurt and Munich. American Airlines has cut almost 50,000 flights from its summer schedule, with June and July being the most affected months. According to schedule data from analytics firm Cerium, multiple American airline hubs are affected, but Chicago remains the most impacted for its schedule. Let's get to the news of mergers and new partnerships. Fetcher has partnered with Brazilian airline Azul Airlines to pilot Fetcher's demand prediction and algorithm pricing technology. Azul Airlines, which claims it's the largest airline in Brazil by departures and numbers of cities served, is the first to trial Fetcher's platform, which uses artificial intelligence and deep learning technologies to predict demand and automatically provide pricing recommendations. In February of this year, Fetcher partnered with ATP Co to incorporate the airfare filing services, current and historical fare data into the startup's algorithms. Fetcher said its aim with the partnership is to transition legacy airline infrastructure to a new retailing cloud-based environment. Since incorporating Fetcher's continuous pricing optimization system into its existing revenue management processes, Azul Airlines says it has already witnessed improved revenue performance and optimized workflow. International Airlines Group, parent company of British Airways, Iberia and Aerolingas, has agreed to acquire the remaining 80% of Spanish airline Air Europa for 400 million euros. IAG took a 20% stake in the airline last August and previously pursued and abandoned a prior acquisition play. The acquisition is subject to regulatory approvals and could take 18 months to close. Startup travel management company Take Two Travel Solutions has joined UK-based corporate travel consortia Focus Travel Partnership. Focus Travel Partnership, which was ranked by BT in Europe as the sixth largest TMC or consortia in Europe in 2022, will now have 52 TMC partners following Take Two's move. Take Two, which has offices in the UK, Europe, and North America, specializes in providing VIP travel services, mice, and group travel. The TMC also acquired UK-based Eaton Travel Group in 2022 to help fuel its growth. Low-cost airlines Eurowing and Volotia have entered into an agreement to jointly sell flights on more than 140 routes, including eight new routes to and from Germany. The partnership will see Eurowings open its distribution channels to Volotia, connecting the Lufthansa subsidiary to destinations in France and Italy. The mutual distribution agreement will offer customers of both airlines to access more than 140 flights with no overlap, including more than 100 routes operated by Eurowings and around 40 operated by Volotia. 
And now, news in new travel services and improvements. Qantas has joined a host of travel brands reporting a financial profit rebound. Highlights include a turnaround in profits for the last six months, moving from a loss of $1.27 billion in the corresponding 2021 and 2022 period to a $1.4 billion profit in the latest reporting timeframe. The airline also achieved record first half results across its loyalty division, as well as Qantas domestic and Qantas international operations. Air New Zealand also reported strong half year results. The airline is enjoying strong recovery, posting earnings before tax of $299 million for the first half 2023, a huge improvement on the $376 million loss for the same period last year. Operating revenue of $3 billion was spurred by increased demand, with 8 million passengers flown compared to 3 million for the same period in 2021. Some Southwest airline passengers will have to pay more for Wi Fi effective immediately. The airline this week announced that it will no longer charge $8 for an all day Wi Fi pass. Instead, this week it will start charging $8 per flight leg, meaning that if you have a connection, you're going to have to pay more for the second leg of the flight. Southwest said that the change is being made because of ongoing fleet wide updates to its Wi Fi service provider. Southwest will welcome a new partner equipping planes starting in March, which means that some will be flying two legs with a trip from Wi Fi. From two different providers. Uber has signed a memo of understanding with carmaker Tata Motors to bring 25,000 electric vehicles to its platform in India. Tata Motors, which will begin delivering EVs to Uber fleet partners starting this month, the partnership will aid with the electrification of Uber service in India's most populous city, according to Uber. The partnership with Tata Motors will lay the groundwork for meaningful expansion of four wheeler electric vehicles on a mobility platform in India. Uber said that the collaboration is key to a sustainable future. United Airlines and Air Canada in June will add two routes between Canada and the U.S. and offer optimized connections in each of the airline's hubs. Air Canada, beginning in June 1st, will operate nonstop service between Vancouver and Washington's Dulles Airport. The flight will operate five days weekly. United will then introduce flights between Dulles and Calgary. Members of the airline's Mileage Plus and Aeroplane Loyalty programs will be able to accumulate and redeem miles on the code share flights, according to both companies. United Airlines has a new seat map feature, which will help families of children under 12 find seats together free of charge. The feature will include basic economy tickets as well. The new seat map technology will dynamically find available adjacent economy seats at time of booking and open up complementary upgrades to other available seats as needed. In cases where side by seats are not available, customers will be able to switch to another flight to their destination with adjacent seats in the same cabin for free. No fare difference will be charged in such cases, according to United. Canadian discount airline Lynx Air has launched its third route to the U.S. Lynx is now flying three times weekly between its home base in Calgary, Alberta, and Los Angeles. The LA service introduction followed Lynx's U.S. debut last month with four times flights between Toronto and Orlando. The airline also launched three times weekly flights between Calgary and Phoenix. A fourth U.S. Lynx service connecting Calgary with Las Vegas began on February 24th. Now, in some technology news. Travel technology company Thomalex has integrated automation technology from artificial intelligence and machine learning technology provider AI Mendo into its online booking tool for travel agencies. The integration lets Thomalex automate email, 
chat and text messaging within its booking tool via AI Mundo's AI, machine learning, and natural language processing technology. A traveler, for example, could send an email asking for a round-trip flight on certain days, and the request can be processed on the Thomalex platform and create an email response with flight options and the ability to book. AI Mendo claims a success rate of 90-92% to in processing requests. Agencies can customize to what degree responses are automated depending on desired service levels and customer needs. Air Canada has launched a digital facial recognition pilot for select flights from Vancouver to Winnipeg and for eligible customers at Air Canada Cafe at Toronto and Pearson International Airport. It is the first Canadian airline to offer facial recognition technology and plans to expand this option to select Canadian airports and Maple Leaf lounges. Eligible customers will receive an invitation to use a digital identification option and instructions on how to create their secure digital face print prior to arriving to the airport. Those that do not want to use the service can continue to use boarding pass and government-issued ID for manual check and processing. Digital identification is an enrollment feature in the Air Canada app. Biometric data is encrypted and stored only on the customer's mobile phone, according to the airline. Now in news about sustainable travel. Lufthansa Group is set to introduce its new green fares across its short-haul flights after successfully testing the initiative in the Scandinavian market last year. The fares include full compensation for carbon emissions within the ticket price. This is achieved through a combination of sustainable aviation fuel to mitigate for 20% of the CO2 produced by the flight, alongside contributions from climate protection projects for the other 80%. Lufthansa has been piloting green fares through its test run in its Scandinavian market since 2022. The green fares will be available through the group's airlines, including Lufthansa, Austrian, Brussels, Swiss, Aerodolomiti, and flights within Europe and to and from Morocco and North Africa. Oil and gas giant BP plans to invest $1 billion by 2030 to install electric vehicle stations across the U.S. The move is in part to help Hertz meet what it's calling a growing EV rental demand. The energy company plans to bring fast charging infrastructure to Hertz locations in a dozen cities. Some installations will include Gigahub locations, which are large-scale fast charging hubs. One is planned for the Los Angeles International Airport. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, my God.